Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. The asset is stabilized after 12 months. So if your renovation timeline is 18 months, 24 months, you're going to do some manipulation as well. And it also assumes a disposition at the end of year five. So those are three things you cannot change with the click of the button. If you're a passive investor wanting to learn more about questions to ask sponsors in order to qualify the opportunities, in order to qualify the sponsor, in order to qualify the market that the property is in, then go to besteverpassiveinvestor.com. My team and I created this site just for you so that there is a free resource available to you to learn about the questions to ask, the things to think through prior to investing in deals. So go to besteverpassiveinvestor.com. It's a free resource for you that was made just for you. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode and for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hi, best of your listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air two podcast episodes. We also release them in video form on YouTube, and they focus on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for a lot of these series, including the episode today, you'll get a free document. These are free PDF how-to guides, PowerPoint presentation templates, Excel calculator templates, things that'll help you along your apartment syndication journey. And in this episode, we're going to talk about underwriting. We've already done a eight-part series, I believe, covering the entire process for underwriting a value at apartment syndication deal. So if you want to check that out, go to syndicationschool.com and you will find those episodes there. This is going to be a continuation kind of on that series, but we're going to talk about how to underwrite apartment deals when there are no LPs. So there's no one that's actually passively investing in the deal and when you are going to be doing a joint venture. 
So a lot of people aren't necessarily going to be buying apartments through syndications. Maybe they are just learning about syndications. They can learn how to asset manage a property themselves, how to acquire property themselves. Maybe they plan on just doing a joint venture with certain people where you've got four or five people who are bringing the money and doing all the work. So this episode is going to focus on those people. So I've got the simplified cash flow calculator up and that is the free document that we gave away for the first series I mentioned earlier about how to underwrite evaluate an apartment deal. So there'll be a link to that again to download that in the show notes. So basically what you want to do, because right now the cash flow calculator is set up so that the equity is coming from passive investors. You offer them a preferred return and or a profit split. And then based off of the profit split, you, the general partners, get paid. And then it will project up to 10 years what the cash flow would be to the limited partners based off of their investment, based off of the preferred return, based off the profit split. And then as you sell the property, it'll calculate what sales proceeds go to them based off of, again, their investment and the profit split and any hurdles you have. And then it'll calculate an IRR based off of all the cash flow and all the sales proceed distributions. So the first thing you're going to want to do to adjust this cash flow calculator so that you can set it up for either a JV or having no passive investors, which I guess is the same thing. We're doing a JV, there's no passive investors. But if you are the sole person doing the deal and bring on the money or we've got multiple people coming, the first thing you're going to want to do is go to the LPGP returns data table which starts in row 66, columns B and C, and you wanna set the preferred return to 0%, and you'll wanna set the LP split after preferred return to 100%. That way, the cash flow calculator thinks that all the profits, all the cash flow, go to the limited partners, the people who are bringing the equity. And since there are no LPs, it says LP, but actually this is you. So if you are the person who's doing this deal by yourself and you're bringing all the money, then the cash on cash return, the cash flow, the IRRs for the overall project and to the LP on the cash flow calculator should be equal. So that's the first thing you're gonna to wanna to do. And then the second thing you're going to want to do is you're gonna to wanna to go to the IRR calculation tab and you're gonna to want to change the equity due at sale equal to the original equity amount. Because right now, the cash flow calculator is set up so that anything above the preferred return is considered a return of capital, and it reduces the capital balance. It reduces the amount of equity that the LPs have in the deal. So that reduced amount is what's returned first to the LPs at sale, and then the remaining distributions are split. But since there's no LPs, there really is no capital reduction because yeah sure it's actually being reduced but for the purposes of this you don't want to have it reduced because you want all of the proceeds from sale to go to you the one investor now once you've done that the outputs of the cash flow calculator are set and if you are funding the deal yourself you don't need to do anything else the cash on cash returns the cash flows the irrs the sales proceeds those will all be what you are getting for the deal now this is a little bit different if we're doing a joint venture, because for joint ventures, it doesn't automatically mean that all, say, five people on the JV are bringing five equal amounts to the deal. So we're going to have to approach it a little bit differently and do some extra calculations offline. 
So the first thing you're going to want to do is to determine how the ongoing profits are going to be distributed. So a very simple breakdown would be you've got five LPs and each of them get 20% of the cash flow. So you'll go to your cash flow calculator tab. You'll go down to the cash flow in row 60 and you've got the total cash flow and the cash ROI. So for the total cash flow, you want to copy those five years, 10 years, however many years it is into a different Excel calculator and then multiply each of those by 20%. And that is the amount of cash flow projected to go to each of the JV partners. Obviously, that's a simple example. Five partners broken apart in five equal parts. But if you've got two people and one person's got 70%, other person's got 30%, whatever the share that that individual gets of the cash flow, you're going to want to multiply the total cash flow that's outputted from the cash flow calculator by whatever that percentage happens to be. And it'll be the year one through five, seven, 10 cash flow projected to go to those partners. Now, for the sales proceeds, it's going to be a little bit different because if, let's say, continuing with our example of five JV partners, if only two of them brought equity, then when you sell the deal and you've got your sales proceeds remaining after paying down the remaining loan balance and paying down paying the closing costs, whatever those sales proceeds are, you're not going to split those into five equal parts or whatever the breakdown happens to be because the first portion of that needs to go back to those people who invested. So if you go to the IRR calculation tab, if you remember, in cell H2, we set the equity due at sale to the actual equity. It's unlikely that the cash flow given to the people who invested is going to be considered a return of capital. Although if it is a return of capital, then you're going to reduce that number in H2 by whatever equity was returned. And that's how much is due at sale. So if the total investment was $8 million. And from the cash flow that they received, you decided that their equity was paid down by $2 million, then they're only going to get $6 million at sale. So assuming that the equity is the same and they're not receiving a return of capital, then the equity due at sale is the original equity investment. So you're going to want to subtract that from the sales proceeds. And then those get distributed to the people who brought money based off of their percentage of the equity. So 50-50 in our example. And then the remaining balance, so the sales proceeds minus the equity due at sale or the original equity investment, that difference will be split between the remaining, in our example, five JV partners. So if there's $5 million remaining after all the equity being paid back to the people who invested, that $5 million will be split $1 million to each of the partners. So from there, once you know what each partner gets at sale, you can go ahead and create your data table of return projections to each member. So year one, continuing with our example of five people with equal ownership share, year one through five, all five JV partners will get the exact same cash flow amount. Hopefully it increases each year, but all five partners will receive the same cash flow number. And then at the sale at the end of year five, for example, if continuing with our example of two partners bringing the money and the other three partners not bringing any money, then those two partners that brought money are going to get more money at sale because they're technically getting back the money that they invested. And then from there, the remaining profits are split evenly between the five. And then you'll have your total amount of money received year five. 
From there, you can calculate the cash and cash return for the people who invested. Although the cash and cash return isn't gonna be really relevant here because of the fact that most of the partners didn't invest any money anyway. So it's gonna be an infinite return on investment. So maybe you wanna see your infinite return on investment. So you can go ahead and put that in your data table. And then you can calculate an IRR in a similar way. But again, for those who didn't bring any money, it's gonna be infinite because IRR is based off of money put in and then how much money you got back out for the money you put in based off of the time value of money. Since you put no money in the deal, then it's not going to really make a difference. But the IRR and the cash and cash return, those are relevant for people who are using the cash flow calculator for their own purposes, for their own deals, or they're the only person who is bringing the money. Now, as I mentioned in the episodes where I went over how to do the underwriting on the value add deal, I'll mention it again here. It's called a simplified cash flow calculator for a reason. So if you go to the welcome tab, it will tell you what assumptions were made for this cash flow calculator. So it says that renovation costs are excluded from financing. So they're not included in the financing. So if you want to do that, you have to change some formulas up. The asset is stabilized after 12 months. So if your renovation timeline is 18 months, 24 months, you're gonna do some manipulation as well. And it also assumes a disposition at the end of year five. So those are three things you cannot change with the click of the button. But as I mentioned in those episodes as well, you wanna use this as a starting point, And then from there, you wanna add tabs like rental comps. You wanna add some project summary tabs, maybe make it so you input stuff on a different page. You can make it a little bit fancier, but this is just a great starting point for people because there's not a lot of free cash flow calculators out there for apartment syndications that include limited partners. So what you can do, as I mentioned in this episode, is easily use this and convert it to a cash flow calculator where you are the only person investing or you and three, four, whatever amount of people are doing a joint venture. So make sure you download this simplified cash flow calculator, even if you don't plan on doing a JV or investing in the deal yourself. This is still a powerful tool for anyone who wants to do apartment syndication deal because this is what this is syndication school but there are people that might start off by doing deals themselves they might start off by doing a jv to get their feet wet so that they can eventually use that experience to raise capital from passive investors so thanks for listening as always these episodes are available at syndicationschool.com we're talking about the how to's of apartment syndications you can also download this free document but as well as the other free documents we've given away in the past at syndicationschool.com Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. If you're a passive investor and want to learn more about Ashcroft Capital, the company I co-founded with my business partner, Frank, and in particular want to learn more about our strategy and how we think about the opportunities that we purchase, go to ashcroftcapital.com and click the strategy button above, and you'll be able to read through our thought process we use when we're purchasing multifamily properties. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com.